really, you know, your usefulness is disappearing fast. Well, that's not what Jesus says. You're thirsty for a sense of value, that you matter. Well, I can give you that. You matter to me. God loved the world so much that he gave his only son. No greater love has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. Do you want to know how much you matter? We have just celebrated the most powerful act that ever was enacted in history and rehearsed it this morning. And I hope it warms your heart. I hope it warms your heart. You have huge value. The third one, says Selwyn Hughes, is significance. The feeling of life having purpose and meaning. There's some point to it all. Do you remember the song from the 60s? We were treated to some stuff the other night from the 60s, some stuff, songs and things. It was nice, sort of very reminiscent. But do you remember the song, Stop the World, I Want to Get Off? Do you remember that? Because there was this feeling that you just go round and round and round and people saying, oh, back out. So none of these movements were actually just kind of opting out of society because it's just going round and a merry-go-round and it's not going anywhere. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says life is going somewhere. There was a beginning and there will be an end. And we're in the middle bit, or one end or whatever, but anyway, between those two points. The history is going somewhere. It does have meaning, it does have purpose, and one day God is going to call time and recreate everything, and then we're going to have this wonderful fresh start again, which is great. It's not just this endless round. Even though day-to-day -day life can seem very circular, can't it? Cyclical. I did yesterday what I'm going to do today and I'm going to do the same tomorrow. It can seem very, very boring and purposeless. But it's not because life is going somewhere. And that means that every action we take has significance. Jesus says, are you thirsty? Come to me. Now you know that John's Gospel has lots of I am's in it, don't you? Perhaps you can tell me what some of those I am's. Jesus said, I am in John's Gospel. What were some of those? <coughs> I am the bread of life. The Good Shepherd. Light of the world. Powerful. The door to the sheepfold. Yeah, absolutely. Very powerful things. And basically Jesus is saying, among other things, he says, whatever it is that life needs to be made round, I am it. I am all that humankind ever need. So he can say, I've come that they may have life and have it to the full. And there's a man who didn't own a thing. Not a single thing apart from a clo clothes he wore on the cross. And they, well, they took it off him and had lots for it. And so he didn't even possess that. He used a borrowed cradle at the beginning of his life. He has a borrowed cross and a borrowed tomb at the end of his life. And he had nowhere to lay his head in between whiles. But he said you can have life in all its fullness because life is more than what we possess, isn't it? Come to me, he says. And here's the thing. John's writing from the perspective of after Pentecost. So he knows what happens next, that Jesus is ascended and goes to heaven. Heaven, wherever heaven is. It's his other dimension, isn't it? And the Spirit comes. What happens to these people who are fully satisfied in Christ is, as it were... The river of living water flows from within them. So it's not just a question of thank you very much, Lord, for this long drink. I've enjoyed it very much. Could I have another one? 
It's all about this flow of living water flowing from within because the, the temple in Ezekiel 47, this trickle of water becomes a stream, becomes a river, becomes a flood, taking life wherever it goes. That's the image. Taking life wherever it goes. If you go to Revelation 22, you have the other end of the story and that picture is picked up again from Genesis and from Ezekiel 47. It says, Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. There it is. That's Ezekiel 47. But this is its fulfillment, if you like. That's imagery. Down the middle of the great street of the city. And on each side of the river stood the tree of life, which is an interesting concept, isn't it? The, this one tree stands on both sides of the river. So get your head around that. But anyway, there you go. That's what it's called bearing 12 crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month, which is fantastic fruitfulness, isn't it? Abundant life. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. So this tree brings, this tree is bursting with life and the river is bursting with life. So as we come to Jesus and ask him to fill us with his life, Lord, let you be my, sati my total satisfaction. I don't want any spiritual equivalents of fizzy drinks anymore. I want to drink deeply of the water of life. Then from us flows rivers of living water, taking life to others. Isn't that good? Living near Bexhill, of course, Lynn and I love to go down there and have our coffee watching the sea come in and out. But you also see dogs, don't you, running in and out of the sea. And when they come out, they run about 10 feet and then they stop. And you know what's going to happen next. They shake themselves from the head to the tail, or the tail to the head, one of the way around. And anyone within five feet gets soaked, doesn't it? This, you, they, you share the blessing, whatever it is that you've got. And as we leave a place like today, as we enjoy the fullness of the Spirit, as we say, yes, Lord, I'm thirsty and I come to you, I just want everything you can give me. I want as much as you can give me and more. I want to overflow with it. I don't want to contain it. I don't want a little bit. I don't want a cup, Lord, in a neat saucer that won't go out. I want, a, I want a, a jug that spills everywhere. I want you to be constantly filling me up so it's spilling out all the time. So everywhere I go, I take the life of God. That when people are near me, they can't help but be touched by the life of God. One song talks about the fragrance of Jesus. Jesus says, if anyone is thirsty, you come to me and drink. And from him will flow rivers of living water. That's the spirit. So we've drunk, as it were, from the fountain of life. Drink deeply. And as you go about your routine life this week, let the life that Jesus has given you just flow from within you. Let the spirit bless others with life through you. Because wherever you go and to whomever you speak this week is a blessed person because of you. As we let that life touch the lives of others, they will receive the blessing too. Let me pray. So Father, we've had enough of digging our own cisterns. We come to you as a spring of living water. Lord Jesus, we come to you as a giver of living water, the river of life that brings life wherever it comes. And we ask once again that you may fill us to capacity and to overflowing with the life of the Spirit. 
that you may pour into our lives the love of God, that we may be full of the joy of God as our strength. You may light up our lives, Lord, with your spirit. And every day this week we'll be coming to you, Lord, for you to pour in your resources into our lives so that we are blessed and that the outcome is that those to whom we go and speak and those among whom we live and work will also receive your blessing. What a joy it will be this week, Lord, to take this blessing let a river flow from us, Lord, a river that brings life in its wake. For the glory of Jesus. Amen.